Uh, we discussed a matter of a few matters in the speech itself with Budget Justice Coalition's Dali Weyers. Uh, good evening, Dali. Good evening, Janae. And thank you for joining us. Tell us, uh, any standouts for you uh, on this uh, budget? Uh, you know, anything caught your eye? Any positive news that we will we are hopeful in a positive outcome? Well, I think on the positive side, and there aren't many positive elements to this budget, that we as the Institute for Economic Justice, which is part of the Budget Justice Coalition, see as very much being anti-poor. Uh, but I guess a positive here would be uh, the potential tax rebates for households installing solar panels. And we're hoping that that will result in, and look, obviously it's a privileged few that might benefit from that, but we're hoping that that will result in less strain on the national power grid, uh, which will free up some electricity for other vital services and to ensure uh, that we're not confronted with the levels of load shedding we're currently seeing. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, in, in regards to, of course, discussion regarding the aspects of the budget that might have been pro-poor, uh, more money will land in the pockets of grant recipients. What did you make of that? I mean, is the is the additional amounts in keeping with the expenses and inflation in South Africa? No, they're not. Uh, so most problematically um, in this budget is the fact that the minister has failed to increase the social relief of distress grant from its 350 rand amount to beneficiaries. And so, of course, that is regressive uh, given inflation. Uh, it means that the individuals who are receiving uh, that 350 rand uh, are essentially receiving less than they would have a year ago uh, because they're able to buy less for that 350 rand. And then, of course, Treasury has again, and it did the same last year, but has again arbitrarily capped. Uh, the amount and the funding for this grant. Uh, last year it was 44 billion. This year now it's, uh, I think, uh, 35, 36 billion. Uh, that limits the amount of individuals that can apply for and successfully gain access to the grant. And it's not clear how Treasury determines that. Um, so that's arbitrary. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing with other grants um, that in real terms, uh, they have been decreases. I think the exception is the child support grant, uh, but other grants there have in real terms seen a decrease uh, because these amounts uh, and these increases are just not in keeping with uh, the consumer price index that we're currently seeing. Hmm. You know, the, um, the the 200 billion rand set aside to take over ESCOM's massive debt. Now, this is uh, in aid of, uh, well, hopefully to address the electricity crisis. What did you make of that, Dali? We welcome that, and that has been something that we have been advocating for. Uh, this will kind of free up uh, ESCOM's ability uh, to focus on other things <laughs> and hopefully first uh, on the top of that list is to address the maintenance of the current fleet and to maintain that current fleet um, but also freeze it up to kind of start seeing other ways in which ESCOM as a state-owned enterprise can actually provide a public service to South Africans. Uh, we're still unpacking the conditionalities that are coming with that uh, debt relief provided to ESCOM. Um, but we're hoping that it doesn't limit ESCOM's ability to also become a national player uh, as we move towards um, increased and um, hopefully greater reliance on renewable energy sources.
Dali, no increases in the fuel and sugar levies, and I'm sure all in industry uh, may breathe a sigh of relief with regards to the fuel and with regards to uh, food manufacturing, baking, etc. On the sugar levies, uh, not increasing, but we see another levy being introduced on on fruit juices. Uh, what are we to make of that? The, the fruit juice market being being levied. That's an interesting angle, uh, and I'm afraid, you know, not familiar with that industry. Uh, couldn't mm. specifically speak to that. Um, but in general, you know, we uh, found it quite dismaying when the minister announced that there were no real kind of tax changes in this budget, how members of parliament kind of clapped and applauded that line. In many ways, that line told us um, and underscored the fact that this is an anti-poor budget. Um, in that, you know, ultimately, if we're not going to pay uh, those most vulnerable in society uh, who are receiving, currently receiving grants, if we're not going to increase those grants, uh, if we actually see in real terms a reduction in the amount of money that's going to help in the medium-term economic framework, uh, definitely to education this year and moving forward, and then, as I mentioned, in grants, if we're not going to see real-term increases in those, and then we're lauding the fact that the majority of us, not the majority of us, a, minor- a minority of us who are taxpaying citizens in this country aren't going to feel any of the pain that those at the bottom end of our economy are going to feel, then this is very much an anti-poor budget. Hmm. Well, Dali Reyes, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Islam International with your take on uh, Budget 2023. And uh, thank you for your insights and your time. Have a good evening ahead of you, Dali. Thank you. You too. Well, that was Budget Justice Coalition, Dali, uh, Coalition's Dali Wales talking to us about uh, his take on the budget itself.